Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ambition on Fleek. I am your host, Peng Peng Lee. And I'm your co-host, Janae Honest. In this podcast, we want to inspire and motivate you through our unique stories from our gymnastics experiences because we are both NCAA national champions and know what it takes to be successful athletes. Because if y'all don't know, through the sport of gymnastics, it really has taught us the importance of balance when it comes to the physical, mental, and emotional side of life. Yay! I love our intro for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I think because it just captivates and captures our... The essence of our podcast so well in three bullet points. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Um, we are going to start with our Perfect 10 segment. If you don't know what the Perfect 10 segment is, it basically is something you are proud of during the day or during the week. So, Janae, let's start with you. What was your Perfect 10 moment this week or in the past couple of days? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need uh, that to happen to start with you Oh, since you are super on it already and i kind of just want to know yours first <laughs> wow way to curveball that one <laughs> that basically means i'm not ready <laughs> um, i yeah don't have mine in my mind yet. i was just thinking about it right now oh, okay well my perfect 10 moment was i am preparing to go back to canada sadly and janae's staring at me right now she's got because i just realized it's may guys it's gonna be may it's gonna uh, be may uh yeah and this is the month that she's leaving and it's not even it's at the kind of the middle rather than the end of the month so i know so my visa expires and it, and it expires may 20th so i'm out of the country may 19th uh we don't know and ping ping lee is gonna be back in the country so it's kind of a weird time but my perfect 10 moment was I was really thinking about it as a sad thing. I mean, it is really sad, but now I'm trying to really think positively and see what I can do in Canada because I feel like a lot of my uh, base, my fan base is down in LA. So I'm really trying to expand my fan base and expand my penguins, my penguin army to (laughs) Canada. So I've been really thinking about what I can do for work out there, what YouTube videos I could do already, Um, just preparing myself so I'm not at home, just sitting at home <laughs> and not doing anything. So I'm really proud that I've started to prepare. I have a hopefully a part-time job lined up. So that would be exciting, and I would learn more about editing, Oh yeah, social media. You have what lined up? A part-time job. Oh, that's good. Yeah. With my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can, so he works at a company called St. Joseph's but Communications. Not the, not the same one that you did that one summer? No, not that one. Okay. <laughs> not, not the Devil Wears Prada one. <laughs> I did not like that one. <laughs> no, this one, uh, he he has about 50 studios in his company. So I figured, I also said, well, if I need to shoot a video, like a YouTube video, I could just use one of their studios. Yeah. Also, he has an editing department. They have an animation department. They have a media department. So I, I'm kind of, he said, well, let me know what you want to do. So I thought that was nice. So that now is I'm, nice. Now I'm really thinking about what I can work on to expand myself and to make myself grow. So. I'm actually really excited to work. Yay! Yeah. Well, I don't know why this completely skipped my mind, but my perfect 10 moment is being fully discharged from knee rehab. So if you guys didn't know, I had um, cartilage replacement in my knee. I had knee surgery back last year in July, so I'm now going on on 10 months. So 
I was on track. Yeah. And I just feel that time has been going by so fast. But um, so I wrote on my vision board since we did talk about, you know, setting goals and stuff that I wanted to be um, released from rehab at the end of April. And I was released from rehab um, on the very last day of April, which is actually really super cool. So now it's just kind of setting goals in the aspect of okay, what kind of exercise or what kind of workouts do I want to start taking on? Because I do still need to work on strengthening because um, there is still kind of a discrepancy when it comes to my right and left side. But um, when you think of just regular rehab for everyday life, I would have been released long a long time ago. But they wanted to get me back to how I was as a gymnast because I am super, super active and I have been taking dance classes and my knee doesn't flare up after those, but running, (laughs) running on the (laughs) treadmill (laughs) does flare up my knee. So it's just kind of still um, increasing the load a little bit. Um, I'm still going to be going into Acosta, which is the the training complex at UCLA. So we're going to use this next month to like create a program and not necessarily a home program because I'm looking to get a gym membership. Um, but to kind of perfect this program I want to do. And then, um, you know, got to get the summer bod ready because it's already May. So uh, <laughs> feel that. <laughs> Man, so that would be my perfect 10 moment. And Yay. it was just really cool that it was on the very last day of April. And that's what I wrote down on my vision board. So wow, the power of the vision boards. Jay, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I know how hard you've been working. She's been grinding. She not only comes to this podcast early, but she also goes to rehab early before work. So we have to, you know, sometimes work around her rehab schedule. So she's very on top of it. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm so happy for you. Um, okay, so in this podcast, last week we talked about keeping calm during competition. And we want to continue that conversation because I feel like we didn't cover enough in that 45 minutes, oddly. <laughs> right, yeah. We had a lot. We just had more things we wanted to talk about. But then we kind of just reached that that point of oh we gotta go not even (laughs) take another break like we just gotta go (laughs) so we did brush on you know um what we thought about when we were younger versus older and you know morning and night competitions and how different it is for the both of us and um we kind of wanted to ask you guys what what other questions you had about you know dealing with nerves and getting nervous during competition or you know what you guys have experienced and what we can what insight we can provide. Yeah, so if you don't follow us already on social media, I'm at Peng Peng Seeley and Janae is at Janae Honest because we did ask questions. We wanted to ask you guys, our audience, what you guys thought about nerves, any concerns you had. So um, these are people who responded back to us. Really excited. (laughs) Yeah. So Jay, I'm going to ask you the first question because this is the one where I left off where I thought... Uh, it was extremely important to talk about because it definitely, definitely um, manipulated my nerves whenever this happened. So I'm going to read the question. Oh, yeah. So Riri underscore Littetum. I love handles. Sorry, I'm going to put that out there right now. <laughs> I love reading handles. I think they're so funny. Okay, Riri oh, underscore Littetum. Does the size <laughs> of the different arenas you compete in bring in different nerves? I think it does. Because for me, it was different competing at home in Poly than competing in, you know, Florida or competing at Utah. Um, I think just because when you're competing at home, you're already in that comfort zone, so to speak, because you 
know what the equipment's like. You know, you have most of your fan base there. And you still, I mean, I still got nervous energy, but it was more excitement rather than, you know, oh my gosh, we have our little brew section in the corner over there. Even though it's so fun to compete at home because you have the band mm-hmm. and then everyone's cheering for you and you know you're going to get lots of cheers. Right, right. You're at home. You got your team intro video you know what I mean you're not it's just it's just a different feel but when you travel to other to other arenas um granted I do love I like I loved competing in Seattle um Mm. and Washington I liked competing in Stanford but there's just certain arenas that just brought different energy because the fans are sometimes a little super intense so um it kind of really just depends on the sportsmanship of the fans to me yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I'm trying to think when I was younger, definitely the different size of the arenas affected me because when I was in a bigger arena, when there was podium, mm-hmm. I for sure got more nervous because, again, I was also very competitive and this just meant I was on a big stage now yeah. and I needed to do my best. <laughs> so I had to bring my A game, but then it would always bring in these weird nerves. Like I couldn't, I almost felt like I was so energetic that I could just run up and down the stadium like 20 times. Right. So I think when I was younger, when I was in a smaller arena, I didn't get as nervous. Um, I My nerves didn't last a longer amount of time. So I would only get nervous kind of when I was warming up the 30-second touch more so. But I think when I was in a big arena, I got nervous right when I walked in. Like I had this an- anxious energy. Oh, got you. I think I'm trying to – so that's – what I said before is how I felt in college, um, but in club, because I didn't compete elite, so I didn't really have um, opportunities to compete on podium. Um, so when it came to just a regular, you know, club meet that a gym is hosting in their own gym, that brought a different feeling. And I was more comfortable in that setting because, you know, maybe a few teams came or it, it just kind of depended how big the gym was. Um, and then besides getting a venue for regionals or, or, um, state or something when there's multiple gyms, so to speak, but it's in a convention center. So it's, they're right. just kind of sectioned off. Oh. Um, you know, I've actually, oops, I've, oh my gosh, you know, I've actually never competed in arenas like that with multiple gyms. Oh yeah. See, I that a lot. In that that would make me so frazzled and yeah. scatterbrained. So thinking about that, I think. Because it looks massive when you walk in and you got to think, are you in gym A, B, C, or D? Because they usually either have three or four and it's always sectioned off. 3,000 kids there. Yeah, it's huge, huge. Um, And I think what brought nerves to me in that sense was wasn't the, it wasn't the size of the arena. It was more of more of the gyms that were coming in. You know what I mean? So it brought in more competition at higher levels because, you know, it's not just the local gyms that are around you. It's now people that are coming from out of state and you see how good these girls are and you're and you just think, oh, my goodness. Wow. I have more competition to not like not necessarily worry about, but to think about when you are competing, because um, I came from a very small town area in central (laughs) California. So um most of my optional career when I was a level 10, I was on, I was the only one competing and it would just I wouldn't have any competition because I, I would be the only level 10 in the meet. Mm. So that's kind of what I was used to, but I kind of just used each meet to get better regardless of what competition was there or wasn't there. but um, 
what made me it did make me more more nervous to compete in a bigger setting because of all the people that came with it. That makes sense. I used to get starstruck. So cause same I, same. I uh, especially when the girls are younger than you and they're so good. You're like oh my. Or that's oh. How, just how I felt. You know when yeah, they're yeah, yeah. twelve or something and I'm already sixteen <laughs> and they're doing double Arabians and full ends and you're like oh my gosh I got a double pike. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> So. That's, I used because when I competed, I remember competing at Worlds and Michaela Maroney and Jordan Weber walked by, and I was like, "Holy shoot!" I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> I was like, "They're here!" <laughs> but then that g- also gave me really nervous energy because it, it, for some reason I felt like they were there. They were they were there to win. I was there to compete, <laughs> so I wasn't really like, thinking about oh, our team's gonna win Worlds because it kind of was unrealistic. And uh, same with all rounds, so it was kind of more so. I was we were just nervous for our own individual sake because I feel like Team Canada wasn't, I mean, honestly, 2012 was probably the strongest year that Team Canada put out a team. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I used to get nervous energy seeing the other people that you see on TV. Yeah. And then competing with them, it was kind of overwhelming (laughs) because you just want to be as good as them. So you kind of do, I did the same things as they did. So if they had a straight face, I'd have a straight face. If they're walking with their food, in a very serious demeanor. I'd walk with my food with a serious demeanor. Right. But, but I want to uh, speak to nationals because nationals was in a very big arena and I wasn't really as nervous competing during season. Is this in, cl- in college? In college, okay. sorry. Yeah, in college. And But at national championships at, in 2018 when Janae and I were there, I was so nervous. Like it was the most nervous I had ever been in my life. Really? And I couldn't watch anybody. I didn't watch anyone. I didn't watch your bar routine. I didn't watch Tyler's <laughs> bar routine. I could not watch anyone's bars or beam routine because I was in lineup. Mm. And I was so nervous. Really? Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have known that. Because I'm never like that. You aren't. And I just kind of, I mean, I didn't really notice you. Because I was off ever. to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really notice you much ever. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't... Besides you competing and running on top of us off of the podium, that was the that's one of like my favorite moments. After you <laughs> did your bar routine and you literally sprinted off the podium and jumped into like onto us, I jumped on a Pula because <laughs> okay, well one I so Pula I could never stick my bar landing because my knees hurt so bad whenever I landed arthritis, yeah, arthritis guys, and I could not stick it. So then Pula on the first day national, she goes, "Can you please stick your bar dismount?" I said, "Sure, I'll stick it." And then I went to go do my out the first day and I went forward I took this weird hop and was like walking off the mat and Pula goes okay well we'll try again tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) so then I finally stuck it and it was the best thing ever because I'd never stick the landing and I didn't even think about sticking it it was crazy but anyways so I want to get back to how we keep our nerves uh, how we calm our nerves down in these different types of arenas in the smaller venues it's easier for me just because I really it doesn't feel like a competition because we have been through so many meets so that's why it's really important to uh to treat your mock meets as meets at home Mm because you never know some crowds are are literally like that but um at nationals how i calm my nerves down i had to keep doing mental sets on the side which is fine but there's a certain point where you have to stop doing mental sets because then you're just gonna get so much in your head yeah that's what i was gonna say the repetitiveness could not be as beneficial as you think so maybe set a certain number mm-hmm. that's not in the double digits <laughs> yeah and i think right before 
I couldn't watch the routines because I think I was so nervous that it was my last meet ever. We were, mm. uh, I want to do so well for my team. I there, It just seemed like so much was riding on my performance for some reason. Yeah. And it wasn't anything that some someone told me. I think it was just, just all in my head because yeah. it was my last meet ever and last time with this team and I was just really sad in a way. Yeah, I thought the same exact thing and I knew that if I thought – this is my last routine ever. I have to go out with the bang. I have to do the best routine of my life. I probably I probably should get a 10. And I just knew those thoughts running in my mind wouldn't help me do my Same. best routine. So, and I knew that was going to happen. Like it, it, That day's going to come, sadly and, and enough. And those thoughts are going to come in. You, I really don't think you should, shouldn't deny those thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just you have to acknowledge them at least rather than trying to avoid to think about them. Um, but what I did or what helped me is that kind of just going back to my training and having fun with my team rather than getting so in my head and separating myself um, because I think that's what anybody could do when they get so much in their head you kind of just it's good to kind of do your mental set by yourself but if you do that all the time if you're being repetitive like we said yeah then you don't really get the full experience with the team because you're so much into yourself you know what I mean so I just knew that okay, I need to dance, I, had, I need to have a lot of fun, and I know how to do this routine, and just because it's my last one doesn't mean it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, I think, because we, I, I feel like we touched on this maybe in one other podcast, man, we've just done so many, I feel like, so I don't even know, know. what the topic was. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I did mention it before, just... Um, I wasn't really thinking about, I have to hit this, and I have to stick this. Right. It kind of just happened, and I think it was good that I put myself in the mindset of just doing me and letting my just training speak for itself. That's um, the best mindset. Yeah. So I totally know what you mean about kind of it being your last routine. Right. Because it, it can make you really nervous. And I knew, I think I just worked really hard the day prior, that whole weekend, because I knew it was going to oh, yeah. happen. So I just remember being on the side, and when I was nervous, I would almost stare at the wall <laughs> so that I could just blank, like almost oh. have a blank mind. So you so were just zoning out. I was zoning out. And the, <laughs> how I was zoning out was I was staring at the wall in the arena, just at a blank wall, kind of trying to tune out the noise and just trying to get in my own little bubble. Mm-hmm. And I would deep breathe, hold my breath, and kind of feel my heart rate slow down. So that's how I dealt with those nerves in big arenas because it is hard to be by yourself in those times since the arena is so big. There's so much happening. There's so much noise. And so for me to stare at a blank wall <laughs> and to hold my breath, feel my heart rate slow down, and breathe out, I just continued to do that until I got up on the event. And then when I got up on the event, I smiled. So this goes on to our next question from Ruby Joan. Dot X. (laughs) Dot underscore X. (laughs) You want to read it? Um, Yeah, because I kind of can relate to this one, actually, because I think you will experience this a few times in your (laughs) career. And if you don't, you're lucky. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So what to do if you're held up before your turn on an apparatus. So this has happened to me a couple times and it's just the worst because you're ready to go and- It really is the worst. It's not even like, oh, a girl's gone going before you and you're chalking up. No, you're chalked up and you're ready and now you're just waiting and your chalk is drying <laughs> and your, my grips are getting just dry. Like, you know, yeah, you so. gotta spit more, you got yeah. more chalk on. <laughs> if, if your hands are sweaty like mine, more chalk on. Right, exactly. So. um 
it's hard, but I think it's good practice to, um, or it's it's good to practice for this instance or for this moment if it does happen to you. But what I do is honestly, I turn to my teammates or I turn to my coach and, you know, maybe Chris would like start telling me a joke or something like just because so I'm not thinking about why, why am I not going yet? I need to be doing my routine. I could be done by now because it's already been 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you kind of just start a conversation or, you know, turn to your teammates, have some fun, dance around, because just to kind of stay out of your head while you're waiting, because you don't know how long you're going to be waiting. It could be 30 seconds or it could be two minutes, you know what I mean? But right. that two minutes will feel like five. It really will. Yeah, and, and it's okay for you to go to your coach or somebody, and if they come back up to you, to tell them, okay, I'm – you know, still nervous or something or just get your last minute thoughts out because that'll also help you bring your nerves down. Mm-hmm. If you just say it and let it out so you're not holding on to that feeling. Yeah. And then um, when you're ready, definitely take your time. Or sorry, when the judges are ready. There we go. When the judges <laughs> are ready, <laughs> you can take your time Yeah. to take one last deep breath, do what you got to do, and then salute. Yeah, I think it's important that you said if, if you are still nervous, speak it because mm-hmm. – that's another way of acknowledging it so they know and then they could help you get less nervous because they may, oh, well, let me just push her around a little bit <laughs> not hurt her, you know? <laughs> Before we get to the next question, because they're asking so many great questions, I think we need to take a quick, short break. Sounds good to me. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ambition on Fleek. Okay, so the next question was Willa.Mads. She says, how do you get rid of sweaty palms before beam? I'm not going to talk about just beam, though, because we're going to go into my sweaty palm feet problem. Yeah, I think this is a question for pain because I didn't really have sweaty issues when it came to my hands and feet but paying I actually have a health condition it's called <laughs> it's called hyperhidrosis and basically it is the uncontrolled sweat glands in your hands and feet or maybe armpits sometimes <laughs> and they just sweat profusely like nonstop so i always have this problem in the gym because you know some gyms they'll say you can't use chalk in our gym. You're not allowed to use chalk on the beam or on the equipment. And you're thinking I, it was a it was a hazard if I, I didn't know. use chalk, especially on beam. Oh well, one goodness. time Miss Val told me I couldn't use chalk because they didn't. It was getting messy. I wiped out, and I said yeah. I can't help it. I I didn't mean to wipe out. My feet are so sweaty. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so how I deal with this is I always have a block of chalk. Sometimes when I went internationally, I would bring my own block of chalk mm-hmm. because it was my chalk. <laughs> I had an actual chalk bucket in my gym and it said Pang's bucket <laughs> and no one could touch my chalk bucket because <laughs> it was just for my feet and hands only yeah. since we had to buy our own chalk. So she needed a personalized chalk box hey we had to buy our own chalk so that's why so if someone used my chalk they had to pay 25 cents i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) but um how i dealt with it in meats is that i'd i would always that was kind of my actual way of getting my nerves out sometimes because i would always put chalk on my hands and feet Mm -hmm. i'd always have to have it um also the judges hated me whenever i went because i would i would put chalk on my hands on my feet and then the the clouds of chalk would float onto them and they, they hated me I someone told me that actually really no they didn't sorry they didn't like when I went because of the chalk oh my goodness they had a, a nickname for me that's what comes with the sport come on now well how would well you don't have sweaty hands and feet huh yeah um but I do I think my experience or my or what I've just 
is just from what I've seen and what I've witnessed and what has helped others because I mean I I did enjoy putting on chalk but mainly on floor to grab for you know my flipping when it came to it so I would always put it on the back of my knees or something but I do remember one of my um teammates from club her name's Emily and she um you know the new vault runways that are super, super slick and very soft. Oh, They're not I, rough. Oh, <laughs> yes. So she had very, no. very sweaty hands and feet, and this girl could not get traction when no, she was trying to run. No, the kryptonite to sweaty hands and feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. She, I remember she started running, and she she did not get any distance. It was just like she was doing the running man in in the same space <laughs> so and she's like i don't know what to do so we literally had to sprinkle chalk on the runway to kind of yeah. get to get something but um <laughs> yeah back so, so many memories <laughs> right so i think just the kind of consensus of a of a solution is using chalk and just making that your best friend because it really i think it became my best friend more in college no 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 half of Later half of my high school years, so junior and senior year, and then all through college just because I knew. I mean, they, my hands sweat a little bit, but I mean, I think I'm we're- I'm sweating just I think, right now talking about it. I think we're talking it. about significant amount of sweat where you leave prints. Like, I didn't, I never left sweaty palm prints ever. It That's, was just kind of, yeah. You, you, you always knew where I was. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, but I really don't think you can get rid of sweaty palms. I mean, if you really don't like it, I remember that- the doctor saying I could get Botox in my hands and feet yeah. to stop it. I didn't want to do that because it just wasn't my preference. But if you it really bothers you, you can always get that done. I'm not, also not a doctor, so I'm not advising you to get it done. Right. I'm just saying it's an option. Because um, that was an option for my friend, too. Right. There's just different little shots that they can do to stop your sweating. But I think, I mean, your, I like your body sweats for a reason. I mean, granted, the hyperhidrosis is just another case because it's just uncontrollable. But, you know, I just feel that... You grow um, out of it, too. I think it's not as bad as I'm older and less active. (laughs) (laughs) So, But I I, I really think you just have to accept that you have sweaty palms and feet and use chalk. (laughs) Right, right. That's my advice. (laughs) All right, you can go to the next question. Ooh. This question is from behind underscore the underscore paintbrush. So behind <laughs> the paintbrush. That's so interesting. Are you an artist? Are you an artist? <laughs> um, they said, how do you calm your nerves down when you were younger at big meets like states? So I think I touched on this a little bit because um, when it comes to state and regionals, that's when you have multiple gyms in one big convention center. Um, so... Honestly, what I did, and I, like I said, my nerves came from seeing the other girls that were super, super good, and you want to qualify and continue on to get to nationals, right? So um, I would just kind of, kind of like what we did at UCLA. When we were at nationals, we would play this little game. We would play little games in our, what do we call it? Huddle. Not huddle. Bubble. Um, no. Corral. <laughs> oh, so we had little corrals in each of in each at each event, and then we would do a little huddle and we would play little games, so we wouldn't focus on what the other teams were doing. So I would essentially do that with 
my coach or because it really just kind of depended. I think I competed with either by myself or with one or two other people because I didn't have a massive team. Um, But we would kind of just or and then when you go to states or regionals, you see your friends from other gyms, you know what I mean? Or just that you compete with all the time and you kind of make the little buddy system and you kind of talk about life, you know what I mean? So we kind of just, or that's what I did. So I wasn't really focusing on the meeting. I kind of just made it more of a, more to make it more fun for myself. Right. Um, because, um, and it was a good lesson for me because I wanted everyone to do well rather than, oh, I want to make it and I want to beat you. It was more, no, we both, we all want to do really well. So let's help each other. And, um, it was just really nice. I loved when um, the girls from NorCal, I mean, I am I was considered NorCal, but the girls from actual, like, Northern California, um, I loved when they cheered for me. So it really kind of set the stage for college gymnastics because that's, you know, what you really do experience rather than if you do, if you were like me and you really didn't have teammates um, or that many teammates. Because, you know, I always lo- I always wish I had, like, the massive team of, like, ten girls or I something. I never had that. I never had that either. So, but that's what I did. Um, just to kind of, you know, do li- have, like, f- do fun little games. Yeah. Talk to people. Um, talk to your coaches. Joke around. Um, I mean, just anything just to kind of take your mind off of things. I mean, I always listen to music. I pro- we probably played Heads Up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because those meets are longer, too. They so are long. States and re- when you... Like regular club meets are long, but states and regionals they're a little bit longer because it's just there. I mean, there are more sessions and stuff, but it just mm. feels a lot, lot longer. So that kind of segues into the next. Uh, there was a comment, so it's not a question, but um, it is by eBay underscore n underscore dong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I saw mind of a five-year-old okay club is very serious that is why I get nervous it's so So true that that kind of just made me think of your answer because when I was in club I definitely thought it was more serious because I think of the people who I was competing against people were just a little more closed off I want to say only because there's not as much of a team aspect like we never competed as an Oakville gymnastics club I although when I was at some of the U.S. competitions, like the mm-hmm. J.O. ones, they compete as a club, which I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know that was a thing. So, um, in Canada, we never did that. I don't think we ever did that. So, maybe I just never participated in those. I have no idea. <laughs> but I, I just was unaware that that happened. So, that's why I thought it was more serious because everyone's more individualized. Yeah. So, the way I dealt with those nerves is kind of like what you did. I always had to make sure I was having fun in some type of way. Yeah. Or at least crack a joke so it wasn't as serious because... That's when, if you're not having fun at competition, it's really hard to compete. It really, really is. hard. And it kind of takes away as to why you love the sport, too. Um, but, yeah, it is true. And you don't – and I didn't really realize how serious club is until I got to college because I was having – because college is just a whole different aspect. And you wonder – you get to show off personality. I don't know. It's just different seeing – like when I go back to my home club gym and you see the girls and they're – they don't smile during their floor routines. And it's super weird to me seeing it now. It's like, girl, you have such a fun floor routine. Why aren't you smiling, having fun right. with it or whatnot? But um, – It's just a different mindset, I think, because when you're younger, you look up to gymnasts who aren't in college. You mainly look at athletes who are in the Olympics or who are at the national level, and their majority of them are very serious. Yeah. And I think it's just a culture. I don't think it really is 
them. I really think it's just a culture. A culture, yeah. Um, but you could be the one to break that culture if you don't want to abide <laughs> yeah. to those uh, societal norms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so if... Um, and it kind of just de- deals with the preference because I remember even watching R- Rebecca Bross compete because Homegirl never smiled or she was just super, super serious and all the time. And she was so good. And That's- she was super good. So it worked for her. Right. And I just, but I vividly remember just when she would salute, she, she just never showed her teeth. It would be maybe a little smirk every now and then, but <laughs> it was just, Homegirl was just so in her zone. So it really just depends on your preference. But if it, if the environment is super serious to you and you don't like it, then make it fun. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what other people think. Like, oh, she's having a little too much fun over there. That That's not No one's possible. really going to, yeah, no <laughs> one's going to think that. And also, if, if you smile at the judges, it's fun to play a game with yourself to try and make the judges smile back. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I did to let my make myself looser yeah especially in beam i love staring at them because some of them smiled others were just staring at me and i'm like you look like you're not having fun today <laughs> you look like you hate your job right now <laughs> but that kind of got me out of my head yeah um but jay you're really going like segueing into these questions really well oh thanks because Wait, we probably have to do one more because then i have to go oh, okay do you want to pick a good one then yeah, you can pick it since you kind of know how do i get rid of nervous pee that's a funny one to end okay, well, <laughs> okay well, you, you can read it um, you know, I think this is a good one to end on because uh, it's, everyone, it's just everyone nice gets to know it. that it, everyone goes through it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so, Laylag underscore four, right? Yeah, Laylag. Interesting. Uh, she <laughs> or they asked, how do I get rid of nervous pee? Um, <laughs> still, I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out. You know... To this day, I'm still trying to figure that out, and it's just um, something that... It's a natural human thing to get have nervous pee. I just get... Yeah, I just kind of have this example. You know when dogs get super excited, <laughs> and then... Especially when they're puppies, and they just pee, like, when you get around them. That's how it is when you compete sometimes, <laughs> but we can control our bladder a little better. Um so, yeah, I think it really just is a kind of a natural occurrence. I don't know why, because I'm just thinking of my dog. That's what she always did. Like, in her first five years of life, she would always pee, like, when she would get too excited. I feel like when you're nervous, just random things come out. And the only way you can really deal with it is you have to accept that it's happening. Like, <laughs> what before I saluted one time before, um, before Beam, this was in club, I used to get nervous burps all the time. Oh, that's weird. I would like, hiccup and burp, but no one knew because it was it, it was just like it was just internal. It was just internal. <laughs> but I had to I had to let it out. Like there was no way I could not let it out. So I was just. I wonder. Ooh, y'all should comment if y'all get nervous burps because that's a new one I've never heard. Nervous of that burps one or what? What before. do you guys get when you're nervous? Please tweet at us because I, I think I definitely got the nervous pee for sure, and then just I had nervous poop sometimes too. Yeah, just nervous bathroom. Bathroom bowels. Bathroom <laughs> breaks. Okay, anyways, enough about that. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I think I don't really, I really don't know how to deal with this. Just if know you, that you're not alone. And there you go. It happens to everybody, and um, sometimes a little comes out, honestly. So, oh. <laughs> If it, I don't know, it, it's something that didn't really happen to me until I got to college or when I was older. Oh, okay, when I was older, but it's the worst as much on floor. And I don't know what it is about front tumbling, but the effect it has on your bladder at the angle that you're punching the floor. <laughs> just whatever the floor, just mm-mm, nope. 
So we were at Nationals. I'm pretty sure it was Nationals. And Miss Caitlin Ohashi went up. <laughs> <laughs> this girl has... She cannot hold her pee sometimes. And it's hilarious because so she is such a powerful tumbler, but that comes with consequences. <laughs> <laughs> she went for her last pass, and I kid you not. You can see it. You could see a stream coming out <laughs> of her. And at the end of her floor routine, she just had drips down her leg. <laughs> and I think in that moment, all you can do is laugh. So if you really shouldn't be embarrassed because it, it just laugh about it. You could, it's a funny story to tell when you're it older. It is a funny story. And honestly, when I covered... Um, Arizona Gymnastics when I was an analyst I remember they were on floor and I literally saw a girl and it was front tumbling I don't know what it is it's just the front tumbling um and I just saw another stream and I was like oh girl I, I totally feel you it's okay and you just I mean and she was still competing so you didn't really I mean you can't really oh my gosh I can't compete anymore you just got to keep going because I mean it just happens you you have no choice but to keep going really (laughs) so if you get nervous peace just know again you're not alone (laughs) and on that fun note that was a good one yeah I really like answering you guys questions questions I love it and they're all related to the nervous topic it was great really got me thinking all right y'all well make sure you subscribe like rate comment and share on wherever you listen to these podcasts bye